of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. I mean, I was just saying to Chris and Adam, you know, we brought up the three Bears playoff wins this century. Three. Uh, Mahomes has 14 playoff wins. It's a lot. The Bears have three. He's got 14 wins. He's got 14 playoff wins. I think I only, he's got more playoff wins than I think I had playoff appearances. You played in a lot of playoff games. Six years in a row. Did you play playoffs. 10 playoff games, Yerk? Is that 12, I believe, 12? is correct. Yeah, if I had to guess, it's it was a lot 12. of playoff games, Yerk. I think so. You're so good. You know that? Sell yourself short, Judge. What the hell are you talking you about? You played in 12 playoff games. You started 11, yeah. according to Pro Football Reference. Yeah. Look at you, big time. And there's one year that I missed. Well, when the Nine, year you broke your 97. leg, was 97. Yeah, right? the year I broke my uh, my leg, so 97. How, did J- and Jayville made the playoffs that year, right? They did make the playoffs, so you, but I think they ended up getting dusted by uh, Denver right away. We went out to play Denver. Yeah. And it was not good that year. That's the year Denver came back, beat us, and won the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. That was After 97, the 97 yeah. campaign, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, Yurko, you played in 12 playoff games, dude. And you had a sack. They've yeah. got you for one sack Steve in the playoffs. Young. Does that sound right? Steve Young, forced fumble, too, then. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember you were just telling us about yeah. that. For some reason, they're not giving you credit for a forced fumble, though. I don't know what to tell you. The ball went to the ground, and Darius Holland recovered it. So I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. Should hey. we bring it up with uh, pro football reference? No. They are not giving you credit for a forced fumble. That in the doesn't make a difference. I don't really care. It's pretty awesome, though. Look at, that. Yeah. Look at the good kid, 12 playoff games. So what, you played all in all, Yerk. Uh, 114 and 12 is what, 126? Do I have my math right? You played 126 games in the NFL. Yes. Wow. Big time. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and my, the, most proud, the thing I'm most proud of is the 10 returns for 135 yards. <laughs> right there with the longest 17. Is that really? Shortest return ever, 13 yards, it looks like. No, nine yards. In 93, I had a nine-yarder. A little I, bit disappointed in my effort. I love going to Yurko's. Football reference. And look at me. Look at my similar uh, players and comparables. Not one asterisk anywhere. (laughs) I have never been compared to a Hall of Famer ever. I mean, come on. Which I'm very proud of. I'm very. Anthony Adams is in there in year three. Oh, nice. How about that? Me and Anthony Adams. We're very proud of that. Thank you. I see a Booger McFarlane in year four. Where's Where's Booger at? Year four. Oh, you're darn right. There he is. Daquan Dur- Jones. By the way, you don't Brady know. Brady Jarrett. Carm, you probably don't know who he is, but Derlin Moore. Derlin Moore. Derlin Moore was a nose tackle in the 80s for the New Orleans Saints. Don't He's remember. A, he was a badass player. Yeah. Not, a, not, not a lot of love. Craig Craig, uh, Greg Cragen was a nose tackle yeah. for, the, uh, for the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I played there for an extended period of time. Oh, Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett's there. a good player. Yeah, you know that, Carm. You know, that's what look the good you, kid does. Look at you, Yerk. Gets in there in the fray. Lyle Zato's in there. I'm compared to Lyle Zato. Are you kidding me? Where? Where do you Lyle, you're year five or year six? Year six. Lyle Alzado. Look at that, Carm. Dude. Man, alive. Are you kidding me? That's big time. Ooh. I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Except unlike Lyle, you weren't uh, hooked on... Uh, Hooked on phonics. Hooked on the yucky yeah, stuff. I was, I was hooked on phonics. Well, listen, those guys got dependent upon it. it I know. Bit, that, you know, it's tricky, tricky bag. Alzado was very... Late 70s, you know, early 80s. is a little bit of a, you know, crapshoot. He was... A little bit of a wild, wild west in the NFL when it came to 
drugs and stuff. And remember what Steve Corson and others, that stuff wasn't regulated. And you didn't see your first rules coming down the pipeline until about 1988. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he pretty open late in his life about like that and the detriment it did? Once he got sick, I believe he did. Yeah, yeah I thought so. I thought I remember that as a kid. Like, yeah, it was a remember. It was Roy Firestone that had those steroid guys on there yes. for the ESPN. Yes. If anybody remembers the great Roy Firestone show. Yeah. And like, I, I remember as a kid, like. That was always, they'd point to, like, look, Lyle Alzado will tell you, don't, this is why you shouldn't yeah. do it. And here he is talking about the dangers and why he regrets it. I think about 89, 90 were the first things that came out where you got tested for steroids, and then they'd suspend a handful of guys for the next amount of games because they tested positive, maybe 88. Hmm. I'm trying to remember exactly when. But that's when it was like, okay, if you're going to do it, you got to be ahead of them. Yeah. And guess what? The chemists were still a little bit ahead of the. Mm-hmm. The guys that were trying to catch him. So, here's Lewis Riddick earlier this morning on Get Up on ESPN. He talks a little bit about the Bears situation here, the the, the teams that might come calling about that first pick, about Caleb. Uh, you know, is Washington going to be in play? Just take a listen uh, to Lewis Riddick talk about the first pick and how it relates back to the Bears. Chicago has a very unique, you know, decision to make. And when you're talking about Washington, you're just hoping that somehow, some way, you can kind of like maintain all of your draft capital and well not well actually there's no way you're going to be able to maintain your draft capital if you want him even if chicago doesn't want him you're going to have to move to number one to assure yourself that you would get him because someone else will try and come there to get him as well and i understand why you would try and move for a young man like caleb williams in particular washington to assure themselves that they would get him and that's because look the guy truly Truly, from a passing the football perspective, from an off-schedule playmaking perspective, from a running perspective, I watched this young man do some things where you're sitting there and you're going, look, he has some of that kind of pocket presence, foot quickness, arm talent, and then speed that goes above and beyond what Patrick can do. Okay, I'm talking about pure open field running ability and speed. And he has some of the same natural passing characteristics that Patrick has. So if you're sitting there and you're Washington and you have Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb is from the area and he has a great relationship with Cliff already and he's tweeting out and rather he's putting on Instagram, my dog. I mean, come on, don't overthink some things here. This is, you know, football, we overthink a lot of things with football. Like I said, we twist ourselves up a lot of times trying to get to a conclusion that we know ain't the right conclusion. The right conclusion for Washington is do what you got to do to get this guy on your football team because nobody in your organization, and I mean nobody, knows Caleb like Cliff Kingsbury does. So you don't have to call Lincoln. You don't have to call anybody. Just ask the guy who's now in your building. And if he gives him the stamp of approval – then you move heaven and earth to try and get in position to draft them because you ain't going nowhere with the people you got. Nowhere. They can, they can move heaven and earth. Ultimately, it might not matter. You know, and he, he did sort of say that at the top. might not matter. If the Bears also are enamored, it's not going to matter. You can move heaven and earth all you want. The Bears own that pick. And if they come Period. to the conclusion that yeah. Caleb's special, they want him, that's it. I, Chris brought up this point the other day, too. Like, are we making a little too much here out of the whole Cliff Kingsbury, Caleb thing? I get it. He tweeted, you know, my dog, he's happy for him. He was with him one year. Kingsbury wasn't their play caller. No, he was just an offensive. An offensive assistant. Assistant, yeah. I mean, you may get to know him, and obviously if you work with the offense, you get to know the quarterback. Yeah. You get to form an opinion on him because you get to watch him every day. 
So I'm sure he has one. I'm sure he's got one too. Yeah. But I mean, like, is Caleb Williams dying to get with Cliff Kingsbury? And is, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I, yeah. you know, it's, oh, so he tweeted my dog. Okay, or you put it on Instagram. Good for him. He's happy for his guy. I don't, but I don't know that it means like, oh, I've got to make sure I end up in Washington so I play with Cliff Kingsbury now. And Cliff Kingsbury might not even be there that long if things go well. This could be a launching pad to get Cliff a job again somewhere, you know, right? I mean, he's the OC. Right. They do well. He gets another right. crack. He's still young. So for Washington, they got to figure out whether this guy is really the real deal and whether they want to go make a move. Right. But again, it might not matter if the Bears... Did well, it might not team. matter because the number three team might be willing to make a bigger move. Mm-hmm. It may not matter because the number eight team's willing to make a gigantic move. So it may not matter what Washington wants. You do know he doesn't have to, like, change uniform colors at all if he goes to Washington. That is kind of crazy. Right? I mean, if they're basically the same colors. I believe so, yeah. Isn't it? Redskins a little more burgundy, though. Isn't it? They're burgundy out there. But they're not. Is there gold? The Washington Redskins gold that much? Probably not like as gold. Like USC's more. I keep saying Redskins commanders. I know. I know. that, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, Washington's probably more mustard yellow and USC's more gold. Is that right? I think so. But it looks damn similar. Uh, Kevin is in Hammond on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kev? Yes, how you doing, fellas? I love y'all's show. The Italian talking made me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm just a big Bears fan and sports fanatic. I love the Bears. I don't. I trust. uh, I trust Poles. But in my case, I believe I'm a Justin Fields fan also. But I would fleece the number one pick to whoever wants to pay the most. Who wants to pay the most? And I get a lineman, and you know. And I don't. I like Marvin Harrison Jr., but he's not the best in the draft. When you got Roma Zuna, who has 81 receptions for 1,400 yards. Yeah, I love him. And you have uh, BB, who's a great lineman at Kansas State, I believe. And you have Joe Olt out there. And we have some money into free agency to do some things. But I don't want to put uh, Caleb Williams in a position that, would you say, he's would be in a little better position than Fields was in when he first got there oh, by sure. having some talent. Yes. But you still don't have alignment, and you're still going to have to go through some growing pains. When In the, in the case with Justin Fields, you say uh, you got another fourth year. If he does well, you franchise him. You, got, you draft a, a backup quarterback in round two. And if he doesn't do well in a franchise, you can get rid of him, and you develop the franchise, uh, a quarterback behind him with two-year city. Okay. You know, it makes a little sense for me. So right. I'd just like to know what you guys hear about it. All Thank right, Kev, you. thank you. So there's Kev's plan. Uh, I think the only way you do any of that is if you're – I think it all depends on the conclusion you come to on Caleb Williams. I do. That's what I think, Kevin. If they come to the conclusion that there are some flaws or some traits that they don't like and they want to go another year with Justin and go from there, like draft the quarterback later, start to develop one – cross the franchise bridge when they get there in a year if Justin's like really really good okay but if you come to the determination that you're going to get an upgrade even if you get someone that can be as good or a little bit better than Justin and then if you determine that while we think he's going to be special I I don't see how you pass this opportunity it's it's look at the way this has fallen in your lap I just don't know how you would do that and it all comes down to how they evaluate that quarterback that's it. Yeah. By the way, the Washington in uniform, the top is almost identical in color. Uh, USC wears gold pants, and uh, the commanders wear burgundy pants all the way through. Oh. So, I mean, I looked at both the tops. They almost look damn identical. So when you say that. Yeah, right? Yes. They're like identical. Yes, he doesn't even have to change uniforms except for the pants. Identical.
Let's uh, say no. I had a mark in uh, one of my favorite neighborhoods. Oh, I thought it said Lincoln Square. I don't like Lincoln Park no. as much, but that's okay. What's Lincoln up, Mark? Park. <laughs> Guys, I'm loving the food talk show. And, you know, I, I can sleep easy tonight knowing Cliff doesn't have to buy a new uniform. <laughs> I'm joking. He doesn't have to. <laughs> Yeah, right. The colors are close enough for. I know Cliff is short on change. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I bleed for him. Um, I wanted to circle back to yesterday's show when you guys, and I got cut off by Crosstalk, which is cool. But you guys were talking about evaluating uh, Justin's progressions, timing, and whatnot versus Caleb's. Mm-hmm. And I sure hope you're talking about Georgia and Ohio State and Oklahoma and USC instead of real time now because the defensive ends and the line in the NFL is an apple to the orange in college. No, yeah, I don't, no I, you're right, Mark. I don't think you, you can know, compare. You, you can't compare that. No. I think it's just the, the the idea that maybe both hold the ball too long. But, yeah, you would compare. Yeah, yeah, but that comparison has to go back to college for both of them and looking at their schemes because there's no way you can evaluate Justin versus Caleb in an NFL scheme and, and a college scheme. You know, th- those guys are okay. not even close to the level that Justin uh, plays against, I think. Yeah. The, the the only concerning thing still when you look at that number for Justin is just, and this is compared to the rest of the NFL, this is not comparing it to college players, you're right, it's just like the disparity between Justin, who well, held the ball longer than anybody on, on dropbacks I, with I, a pass attempt compared to the next closest guy, you know? I agree, I agree yeah. but that's why I think we need to look at both those guys in college and look I, at I, them I could go for back apple and find apple. It. Yeah, I could. I could by the uh, way, I'm loving the food show. I love the food show with you, Carmen. If I had social media, I'd be able to watch your, you should your uh, cooking. You should get Instagram, Marky. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Get Instagram just so you can see it. Mark likes when we talk cooking. I can go back and look. I mean, PFF's got the data that'll go back uh, when Justin was in college. I could go back and look and compare sure, it. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's what Mark was asking us if we could do. You know what? Make just, something with a little guinchale in it. I know? love guinchale, baby. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Look, Winchali. The best. You're not going to be able, you got to go to an Italian deli to probably find it. It's oh, not going to be know. like at yeah. Jewel or. Yeah, you go to an Italian deli, Mariano's. you'll find that cheek. Go to uh, go to Freddy's in Cicero, go to Frankie's in uh, Oak Brook Terrace. Sure. And you can find Winchali. For some Winchali. Yeah, you got to mm. get the, it's the good stuff here. If you're going to have a gar- carbonara, you got to have Winchali, right? Or, or a matruchana. Got to have Winchali. Whoa, what's yeah. what's a matruchana? Nice uh, tomato sauce. Right. With, uh, like Winchali in it. Beautiful. beautiful. Okay. The Winchali is the. the jowls of the pig. Yeah, cheeks. Carm. Fantastic. Cheeks. Fantastic. Yeah. Crosstalk in 15. Mm. It's Carmen and Flavor. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. No. Right. Crosstalk coming up. Super Waddle and Sylvia have cooking to get you home today. Uh, when they're done tonight, Black and Abdallah will be on until 8. Let's say hi to Eddie on the north side. What's up, Eddie? Eduardo. Eddie. Going once. Going twice. He gone. Eddie's a veteran caller. That's veteran unlike caller. Eddie. He may of have course stepped Caleb away. wants to go to Washington. Wow. Their quarterback threw for over 300 yards this year. 3,000. 3,000. 300 in a game is what he said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sam He's Howell. He's never going to win a Super Bowl here. Sam Howell did throw for a lot of yards this year. Sam Howell was probably in the top five-ish, I bet. He was up there. Um, he also led the league in interceptions. Sam Howell had the most attempts in the league. 
Uh, oh, Sam didn't get to 4,000. I thought he did. He was just short, York. He was at 39.46. Uh, by the way, Washington threw the ball the most this year, 646 attempts. Yes, and he had the most out of any individual quarterback. Which is why they said goodbye, Dan Quinn did, to Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy's gone. Uh, 21 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. You don't like that ratio, York? No. No. You don't like one That's to one. That's a ratio from the early 90s. And 65 sacks was also the most in the league. Jerry is in... I'm sorry, on the south side. What up, Jerry? Jerry. What's up, guys? How you doing? Great. Hey, I'm loving you guys. Man, you guys have just revolutionized my work-at-home life. I just realized you guys are streaming on YouTube. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Is- we're, we're everywhere. Watch every day yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is his work. This has helped me out so much because I couldn't listen to another one of the national broadcasts again talking about the Dallas Cowboys and the Lakers. I was going to kill myself. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. But anyway, guys. Hey, just want to talk about uh, Justin Fields. I mean, <laughs> he can be better, but think about the immense pressure, man. Caleb would be under, considering that everybody's vouched for Fields. They want to keep him on a team. And I just don't know if Caleb has the, you know, I saw how he was in the championship game crying. I mean, I don't want to, I mean, that means nothing. He was just in the moment, but imagine how much pressure he's going to be under coming into a situation where they, they love Justin and, you know, I, now he's there. I mean, I guess winning Kerr is all like you're yeah. going to say, but, you know, but I, I guess I can't imagine him being in that type of pressure. I really think that this is just me. They may should just keep fields. I mean, maybe one more season, you know, collect draft picks. And, you know, I mean, heck, uh, Arch Manning is still sitting out there down the road somewhere. He can draft him in the, in the future. Well, I mean, maybe that may be the route to go, but I don't know. You guys tell me what you think. You're right about uh, one thing, Jerry. The pressure would be immense because – this is a first round, you know, this is going to be the first overall pick. Let's say he comes here. This is going to be the first overall pick walking into a scenario that is a little different. Normally, the team would stink and you'd really be at like the bottom levels of a rebuild. Right. Bears won seven games. And the expectation next year, Justin or otherwise, or Caleb, is going to be playoffs. That's a weird thing for a young rookie to walk into, don't you agree? Yeah, you've got to you've got to perform. The, so, Jerry, you're right. The, the this pressure team will is be high. built to make things happen. They're built to make the playoffs at least next year, aren't yes, they? Yes, ten wins. I mean, you got to. Yeah, because you, you're making at least two moves via for, uh, free agency, right? Two impact moves via the free agency. You have to. You've got to. That's where you're at. Probably. At least two moves. Although Bigsy did write in his column over the weekend, he does not expect the Bears to be as active as they were last year. But maybe that's because that makes sense because they were really, you were really sort of more in the early stages of the rebuild. Of the rebuild you needed sure. to kind of inject some life. Right. They got, what, two, three linebackers they brought into the system. You, you got rid of World Quan, so you had to bring in two linebackers. You had linebackers. to bring some defensive linemen into the system. You made some moves to get rid of some guys. You brought right. some guys in. Right. You drafted guys on the defensive line. Yeah. You brought in an offensive guard because. Yes. It was apparent that it was necessary. Yes. The apparent thing necessary now is the center. That's the apparent thing. Do you get him via the draft? Do you get him via free agency? We'll see what's out there. Right. Left tackle, maybe. Maybe not. But pass rusher for sure. For so sure. you need another pass rusher. Daniil Hunter. Chris Jones. You guys say Chase Young. Chase Chris Young. Jones on the interior. Chris Jones is cool because you can line him up kind of. Spags puts him inside and outside. Yeah. You know. They're pretty creative with him. He had a big knee brace on one of his knees last year. Mm-hmm. And he was down a lot in the last game that was played. You remember. Mm-hmm.
By the way, he got leg whipped in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, he got tripped. He got yep. leg whipped in the end zone. Should have been a safety right there. Yes, you pointed that out. Yeah, that was still ridiculous. It still chaps my ass. The running back passed him up and threw his leg out there. And what are the referees doing? Yeah, you know, the they they've been doing all year. They, they got a thumb in a plum pie. I mean, what the hell's going? Little Jack Horner sitting in the corner. I mean, what the H is going on? Come in the plum pie. Yeah. But, yeah, there will be a lot of pressure more than normal. I mean, you come to a place like this anyway, quarterback pressure expectations. But the Bears aren't – you're not talking about a team that won one or two or three games. Uh, the, the expectation is going to be playoffs for sure. Randy's in Seattle. What's up, Randy? Hello, guys. Hey, nobody. What's happening, Randy? <laughs> you know, the food talk earlier, I came across an email today, and it, it was about funnies, and there was a New Turkey dressing – recipe in there that Yerk will appreciate. And it starts off with all the usual dry bread, sage, onion, celery, salt, broth, and then it says a half a cup of uncooked popcorn. And the you mix it well, you stuff the turkey, cook it for five hours at 300 degrees, or until a popcorn blows the ass off the turkey. Damn. <laughs> kind of interesting, but all right. Maybe try <laughs> dust that off yeah. uh, for Thanksgiving later in the year. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Make a marinade. I'll send it to you if you want. That's so great. So if you boys, <laughs> I know you would love that one. If you boys uh, still are interested in the race horse, i got a couple of names for you. Three okay, of them. Go. go ahead. I actually like Carmen and Yurko. And you just got to imagine the call if you guys are leading the race. You know, Carmen and Yurko in the lead. The What's second that? one I like is one of yours, Carmen. Not for nothing. Not for nothing. I love that. And you can, you can hear it, the call. Not for nothing. Coming around the turn. That's actually a really then, good one. And then the last one, and this is all Yurko, is my Aiken Panachkis. Yeah. That might be hard for the announcer to say, but thanks for No, no, no. (laughs) I like Oh, he's making a big move, my Aiken Panachkis. I like it. Not for nothing is good. Yeah. Randy, well done. Not for nothing. Wasn't there an old Mac Yurko and Harry horse that used to run at Hawthorne? There was a harness horse that was running down at Indiana Grand. Oh. Back in like 2011, 2000, maybe 2010. Called the uh, Mac Yurko and Harry. It may have been before. I bet it. I bet it that day and it, it won the race. It was probably even before that because we've been together since 09. So it was maybe even before that, Yurk. But there was a Mac Yurko and Harry horn, a harness race. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I really like Not for Nothing. Good job, Randy. Jim's in Bloomington on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jim. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're great. Hey, Carmen, I don't see how you have that waistline when you cook like that. I picture like a guy in The Godfather in the kitchen cooking the pasta, and it doesn't fit. I don't eat too much pasta. I guess that's why. I, I, I kind of limit. I, 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 I have a short eating window or a tight eating window, I guess. We'll put it that way. So I'll eat what I want most time. I just don't eat a lot throughout the course of the day. I guess, that's the secret, I think, Jim. That's probably it. Hey, I'll, I'll admit I'm starting from a place of a huge... Justin Fields fan character means a lot to me. Um, just a hypothetical, um, like the Lions coach saying that next year is not guaranteed. Yeah. If we just look at next year as a starting place and you trade down maybe once, maybe twice um, with Washington and New England and you have multiple first-round picks and then maybe two or three second-round picks and maybe a first and a second next year, it just seems like you could build a, a really strong offense, a left tackle, a, a Marvin Harrison, a good tight end, a good center, a lot quicker. Um, and I don't see how 
In the next two years, for example, you could be better with a rookie quarterback. Unless the rookie quarterback's like really, really good. If he's if he's CJ Stroud, I think he'd be better. Jim, thanks. One thing you got to remember, though, guys. Yurko's kind of hit on this. You're going two to one, three to two, three to one. Carolina went nine to one. Right. That's the kind of jump you need if you're going to get next year's first-round pick. You're not getting Washington's pick next year if you're going 2-1. to one. You're not. Nobody will do Ryan Pace's deal he did with San Francisco. That and even year. that didn't. But even that wasn't a first-round It was 3-2. Right. 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 But I'm saying, like, you're not giving up next year's first-round pick to go up one spot, right? Would you agree with that? Like, you, you would think not. Washington's no. not giving you their first next year to go up one spot. I don't, you know, you need a team that's making a huge jump like Carolina did last year. If the Broncos, my theory's been all along, is there any chance, not my theory, but like I've thrown this out there, is there any chance that Sean Payton is so enamored with Caleb Williams, and he's talked quite glowingly about him, that Payton says, I want him, trust me, 12-1. to 1. Then you're getting next year's first-round pick from the Broncos. Now, they might not do that after what they just gave up for Russell and the way that fizzled out. Their ownership group, they might come in and be like, no, we're not doing it. What kind of control and power does Sean Payton have and does he even want to do that? I'm just saying, that's what you have to look for if you think you're getting a first-round pick next year. A team that's going to come up and make a huge flying leap up to the top of the board. Crosstalk's coming up when we return. Waddle and Sylvie have the final word. Carmen and Yurko present... Today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Started beating his chicken. Yeah, look at me beat my chicken. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Thanks for listening and calling today. Thank you to Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network for joining us. Uh, He's going out to Vegas on Thursday. He mentioned you guys. I know he was on a few weeks ago with you guys. We wanted to just chat Senior Bowl because he was there all last week with him. Andrew's always good. Great. Uh, Thank you to Black and Abdallah. They'll be on after Waddle and Sylvie. Catch Crosstalk around 615. The guys will be on until 8 tonight. Don't forget to hang with us on Thursday. We're at Twin Peaks in Warrenville getting you set for Super Bowl weekend. So we look forward to seeing you in just a couple days. Have you made your plays yet? I've got a few prop bets in. Yeah. Um, I do not have a, a play on the game yet. I keep thinking I'm going to maybe probably bet Kansas City money line. Although you, you the learned more, your lesson. The more I look at the game and it, it look and dive into it, I'm like, God, the 49ers are good. They're so good. They're so good. But I don't know, man. I'm. <laughs> I, I, I I think I might end up putting a little bit on on Mahomes and the Chiefs. And you, uh, you're the analytics guy here. I would guess that despite what the stats say, that the 49ers defense isn't nearly as good. True. When you put all of the analytical stuff into your machine. True. Like their running defense has Not been good. bad. Do you see? You saw how they got gashed by the Packers, and then they got gashed by Detroit. Hey, look, it's not good. Uh, it's not good. Jared Goff kind of carved him up. Laporta yeah. had a big day. Yeah. Uh, Chase Young seems like he's playing either with something injured or at like That's three quarter speed, and I don't know if I like that. I mean, did you see uh, they highlighted him and some of the lack of effort on a couple of plays? Not good I just, guys. I mean, so I just, yeah, you know, 
you know, you think about the matchup last year, and that's a regular season game that was so long ago. What does it really matter? But the Chiefs went in there and bullied them around a little bit. Yeah. You know? The Chiefs should be able to run the ball pretty successfully against the Niners. And so, I like, a lot of, as I study the game, I'm like, I think 49ers are the better team. And with all those offensive weapons healthy, you know, like, they just, they chew up yards, they score points, but... I know Hard you don't fade tra- Mahomes, man. It I is. know you don't traffic in the prop bets. Oh no, I do. I do have you? a couple. Okay. I have. How I have Pacheco Rashid? over rushing yards. Maybe I, I don't have that, but I like it. Doctor I, I almost like over attempts, maybe even more yeah. than anything. I have. Um, I have a Rasheed Rice anytime touchdown that I bet. I have Kittle over receiving yards that I bet. I miss he, the best of the number on Kelsey. Healthy, is he? You missed the best. I missed the best of the number. Six and a half, seventy-one. What was the best of the number? Sixty-eight, and it's like seventy and a half now. But do you know he's got seventy-one yards plus receiving in twelve straight playoff games? That is an all-time record. The last time he didn't Super Bowl fifty-four against the Niners. uh, Uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy plus twelve. I mean twelve and a half yards. Rushing. 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 That's pretty good. The yeah, rushing okay. stats Especially always scare game. me with quarterbacks, yeah. though, because Neil well, it's Downs. it's one run, though. Yeah, it's one run, though. I know, and, and but Neil Downs is always worried. Right, me, but you right? get 20 yards in one run, you're not worried about Neil well, Downs. that's true. You're not kneeling down eight times. No, no, that's true. By the way, the Chiefs' de- run defense isn't very good either. It's not. No. Neither one of them is very good. The Chiefs were bottom 49ers six in the league. allowed 136 yards on five yards per carry to the Packers, then gave up 182 on 6.3 yards per carry against yeah. the Lions. And Pacheco's averaged 85 rushing yards a game in the three postseason games and a touchdown in each of those. He's been he's been awesome. Uh, and they, they're going to lean on him. Lean. He's got a little bit of a toe injury, but he'll be fine. Like lean he's, on me. He's going. I went McCaffrey uh, double touchdowns. Yeah, I like that. Double touchdowns? Gets, so he, what's he, the odds he, on that? He, he scored like plus three something. Okay. I think uh, he always scores uh, one. Scores yeah. one. Like, like that's a given, right? You so, know how many touchdowns? And I went, I went him and Kelsey, too. Uh, and naturally, oh, there's, touchdowns. naturally yeah. there's an MVP bet then. If oh, you got McCaffrey, if you have McCaffrey scoring yeah, two you touchdowns, should probably back yeah. it up. Yeah, actually, you back that up with an. Do MVP you think the Niners though? are winning? Um, I, again, I'm in your boat where I'm I like I like them, but I I've been kicked in the balls You're with. Not I continue to bet against the Chiefs. And I told myself I wouldn't do it in the Super Bowl after the playoffs. Because Yurko's right. Like, if you think McCaffrey's going for two scores and they win, it's a McCaffrey MVP. MVP bet's not a bad because idea. Because you know the world's not out there ready to give Brock Purdy his stuff. Not they're not out there. No, they're they, not ready to do it yet. He, he really is. He's the Cinderella that no one wants to give the right, glass slipper to. touchdowns and 4,200 passing yards. Nobody's even looking Our to find his book. history no. doesn't include yeah, one want, of either. They want to give him the pumpkin carriage. Yeah, exactly. They can't wait for that thing to turn into a pumpkin. Oh, guys like exactly. Ryan Clark. Yeah, I mean, they can't uh, wait. Second year, too. Yeah. Like, even really good quarterbacks that people may have higher rated than Brock Purdy, they have bad moments in their second Season. Of course. Like, like he's Bra- still young. With Brady and Warner, they were like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. With Purdy, they're like, he's a he's a product he's, of the system. This guy stinks. He's a pumpkin. He stinks. He's, he's terrible. Yeah. Well, either way, but if that's how you feel, he's going to score two touchdowns. I would double that up with a little bit of MVP vote. Right I mean, now. even though McCaffrey's odds are short. I mean, it's probably yeah. only like three to four to one. Because uh, to be the MVP, I I'm guessing it's three or four. I thought to one. your quarterbacks would be number one, they your are. receivers would be number two, no, and then your running no, backs. No, because McCaffrey is different, though. Purdy and Mahomes are, you know, one and two. Is Mahomes it because Purdy. he's the son of a son of a sailor? Yes, that's exactly why. <laughs> that's why. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. Did There's you, no question. You got odds for me or no? 
I, I'm guessing I'm he's about scrolling here. I'm guessing he's about four to one. That'd be I, that'd be my yeah my four to one. one to be the MVP. Yeah, then Pacheco's got to be like twelve to one. Then here, I'll find it for you guys. Hey, there's on. no way in the world We're on our phones. I mean, yeah, you guys are on your phones. I don't waste my energy on that thing. <laughs> How much energy are you? You, you guys right tell now? me what the hell's going yeah. on. I'm not looking for the MVP. I yeah. got time. Yeah, I can bet. I think we all got time. Carmen's the one that listen. Oh, the degenerate gambler of the group is right next to me. I'm not a degenerate. I, I, I love also really? that you had people calling in and say, "Take that filthy Here's watch off when you're MVP. when you're cooking. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's, when you're making that's my food." Take. Is that weird? Well, from now on, I, I will like, take it it's off. It's weird with the gloves and the Even watch. The all right, I'll take so it you, off from you, now on. You put the it's, gloves on because you want to be hygienically pleasing. You don't want to handle watch chicken, but you got that crusty watch on. Now I'm taking it off. Four seventy five on McCaffrey. That's good value. There you go. That's nice value. Yeah, ten bucks on it for one of your unit plays. You get four dollars and seventy five cents back. Plenty. Unit. I he's third choice, and then it stretches out. Kelsey's eleven to one. So Kelsey eleven to one. Yes. I asked for Kelsey, Pacheco. Like it, Pacheco it, is twenty eight to one. See that if you believe Kansas City's got a little mojo, and they're going to throw, uh, they're going to let the piggy go to Pacheco, and he gets himself a couple touchdowns. Mm, that's maybe a chance. Maybe yeah, a chance. Maybe, maybe. I just I hate think the it's odds. more of a running game, uh, a running back game this game than it is a receiver game. I think I'd put money on Pacheco before I put it on Kelsey because if Kelsey has a big game, you know what the the, the lean is is yeah, to give it to give Mahomes. It to, well, no, they'll give it to Taylor Swift. <laughs> she gets the award. Oh, the NFL MVP this year. There's a lot. Bring it out on a sweet Z. Come yeah. on down, Taylor Swift. Those, yeah, they had a lot of questions, a lot of Q&A about that at the media day, like, yeah. opening night last well, night. Well, that's where you expect it. Yes. Because you get your morons coming down asking the dumb <laughs> questions. Oh the jackaloons coming out of the woodwork. Oh, my. Look at me. I like Look, that. I'm dressing like a fool. I'm going to ask a dumb question. We missed a good Yurko question for the uh, State of the NFL yesterday. I what know. What would you have asked, Voice of the People? Well, we always uh, we solicited the crowd, led, right. you know. Exactly. Whenever we had that question, it came from an audience member. I like that. And then I always sat on the right side because I knew they'd come back to me. Sat next to Peter King. That yeah. way, it gave me instantaneous credibility. Were you busting his balls as you were sta- sitting next to no. him the whole time. That's what he liked, Peter. Yeah. Oh, okay. I still like. Peter. He still likes Peter. I still like Peter. We saw Peter at house this year, guys. Yeah, a victim him. of his own excellence. You understand that, yes. right? A victim of his own excellence. Kind of right. What do you mean you're wrong? Since when? Well, you're retracting something. Why? You know what I'm saying? Rico's kind of right about right. that. Right. The whole Ray Rice video thing. He Come was a victim now. of his own success. A victim of his own excellence is what he was. You're not wrong. You've never been wrong. Why all of a sudden are you saying you're wrong? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Some I things are just. I almost passed out. I don't out believe right it. Now. No, <laughs> but I don't believe it. I'm sorry, Peter. But Peter did his mea culpa. You should be over it now. I understand. How many years ago was this? But calling him on the carpet, you don't do it five years later. I did it instantaneously when I heard it. Okay? Because you can't let corporate, you can't let the corporate guys try to crush you. You're Peter King, for Christ's sake. That's right. Say that bothered me a little bit, but I'm over it now. I've gotten past it. Have you guys and had we drinks? Saw him. Yeah, yeah. I don't he's a big fan of IPAs. We've been yes, to Peter Oh yeah. yeah, he's a big fan of craft brewery. Yes, yeah. craft beer. He likes. Yes, yeah. I think we shared a gumball head or a zombie dust together. Did you? Peter's yeah, great. Nice. He's super. Yeah. Like, he's super uh, affable. Very friendly. Yeah. Very friendly. Yeah. He'll talk to you yeah. and like ask questions sat, yeah, about next to him. 
Yeah, he's really a good dude. I Did mean, you see him yesterday lurking in his Merc? I saw him. It was uh, great. There, there were all the CHGO guys, and then like a a few of the other Chicago guys, um, like people who cover the Bears hey, from Chicago. Bears I think Braggs is out there. Yes, Braggs is they there. were all surrounding Nagy yesterday. Awesome. Nagy looked around. Like like a, got freaked out. Like a swimmer surrounded by a bunch of sharks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. And he looked around. He goes, "Oh boy, yeah, he's like, wow. I'm in a little trouble here." And, and then there was Peter King, like on the outside, just kind of staring at what was going on. He was lurking. Yeah, he watch your watch for a year from now as well, because the same thing's going to happen. Oh, the Chiefs are going to be oh, in the Super Bowl. Nagy's going to be there as an assistant coach, and everyone from Chicago is going to ask him questions about the Bears and the quarterback. Does Nagy have? re-enter the hiring cycle. I, I was wondering that yesterday, too. Who enters first? Uh, Nagy or Mike Vrabel? Vrabel. Oh, Vrabel. 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 Yes. I think Vrabel Despite next his year. enormous size. Yeah, that's that, what that I scaring yeah. people. Scary. What the hell was that? What, what is that? Yeah, I was Robin Hood. Hood. We were talking about it. Look, that came I mean, out. What? It's not like football players are big. Somebody you know, released look, it. There's a bunch of small guys walking around the building that could be intimidated. I believe I mean, that, that Di- Diana Rossini was was reporting something that a general manager had told her. He's very that imposing. Can't be. I think He's that was. Am I right, good. Tyler? Isn't that? Do you know I had a GM oh, at yeah. the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions and that is a factor which i left i said stop that that's not something that's real who cares what someone physically looks like i i I don't know what to make of that that gm i need to know Uh, who that gm is it's not ryan poles who's a former offensive lineman I can't believe that. Well, it had to be somebody that was like thinking Jim about Harbaugh. bringing in Vrabel and have seen Vrabel and was just, I'm scared of him. I can't hire him. That, Who are that, the smaller that, that, GMs? That's one of the crazier things I've heard. Chalk that, uh, mark that down as like Well, that. John Schneider's not, uh, he's not a giant by any stretch no, of the No, he's short, but he's kind of, you know, he's a little beefy. He's a little beefy, yeah. though. Oh, chunky, are you saying? Well, uh, no, I think I'm he's... talking about well, height-wise, stature No, he's short, shorter. Yeah. I don't know that. My that's guy crazy. Les, my, my guy Les Snead might be six foot minus an inch, five eleven. Les probably throws the the iron around though. Oh, Les, yeah, is, Les is in yeah. good shape. Les, good Les shape. is in good shape. Yeah, yeah. great head of hair. Too. He's got Les got great head of hair. He's got himself a honey too. You, you, you I worked with oh, Cara, really? It was Cara Henderson. Her, mm-hmm. That was her maiden name. Mm-hmm. She worked at the NFL Network. You bet. But you have a building Two cars. I don't understand. Everybody is big in the building. I don't understand that one bit. I really that's a new one for me. Listen, I. I'll discriminate against age, okay? Yeah, like you, are, you, you, you get are. to be 75, I'm probably like, eh, you know. Do you think this was an experiment? But I mean, discriminate against the guy's girth or his size. Whoa, I mean, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Excuse me? That's Carl? crazy. What do that you means mean? Art Shell and Russ Grimm would never I don't understand. Jobs. I've never heard of such a thing. <sighs> crazy. It's, this is, a, this is a, a coach interview. It's not a physical. Right. Are we talking about girth? Like if, and- you're, if you're a little, you know, like... Belichick, he's seventy-two. He's crusty. It's like, oh, okay. Well, in his track record with picking least, talent and all right. that, like, at, all at right. least Rossini said she found it to be somewhat oh, comical. Yeah, so. It's ridiculous. Oh, speaking of that, I don't see that's comical. Something else. What? what kind of coat was that, I think Johnny? That was sable. Was that sable that or was like that sable? sable? I, I think know. it was sable. 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 Yeah. I think it was sable. Certainly not chinchilla. <laughs> do you need to? Do you need to go? I mean, I tell you.
Is me? No, 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 I'm fine. I can't wait. I'm here for the full slate. You know how many playoff games the this guy played Monty in? Guys. Did you hear us talking about Car- that? Or, you're going, you're nine? Twelve playoff twelve? games. Twelve. Twelve. Oh, Anisak. Kid. about right. One in every twelve games. He says a forced fumble, but Pro Football Reference doesn't yeah. have that. I want to. I want to call them. Yes. The video. How much? Them. Most importantly, how much extra number? cash from from a lot of checks. extra cash? Never playoff got to checks. A, never got to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl's worth a lot of extra cash right now. Is oh, I don't know what it's worth right now. It wasn't worth that much to us back. Then, I think the full slate of playoffs was about fifty five thousand back in the day. I thought, and like, then if yeah. you made the Super Bowl, the winner's share was more, right. and the loser's share was so less. Round one was like worth fifteen grand, something yeah, like that per peanuts. player. Yeah, peanuts. No, it was peanuts. Back then. Even even now, Carm, yeah, based on what everyone's that, right. making, people used to say like, we're taking no, pay not. cuts to get in the playoffs. That is kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's true. I, it's probably to win the Super Bowl is probably what buck fifteen. I was going to say, is it two hundred thousand dollars, or is that too much? Is you know, Super you know what's ironic? Don't you think? Winners. You know what's? I don't know if it's ironic or coincidental. Um, if I go back twelve playoff games for the Bears, twelve. Like oh, this is like good about it. This is how long? Like Yurko played in twelve playoff games. Nineteen ninety one. Twelve playoff games. Nineteen ninety nine. Yes. To go back twelve playoff games, like this is how little few playoff games the Bears have played in. I go all the way back to nineteen ninety one. And in the and in that game is the Tom Waddle best game. playoff game yeah. that he doesn't remember the fourth quarter. Right. How weird is that? That now we that is weird. Now we did. Tommy we, got bounced we, around. We, yeah, and the fourth quarter that you forget, but you you had over a hundred yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many playoff games did you play in? Two, uh, three, three, three. I think. Okay. Think about that. Yurko played in 12. 12. And the Bears. Almost a full season. The Bears, the Bears have to go back 30 <laughs> years, 30 plus years to it's say crazy. that they played in 12 playoff games. And it's you crazy. wonder why Caleb Williams' father and his family may be a little I'm bit sure. upset about being potentially Tep- coming they here. They've, they've, they've won, by the way, Karma, 157000 to each member okay. of the winning team in 2020. But think about it. Put it into perspective. Oh, of course. If you won the midseason tournament in the NBA, what everyone got half a mil. Yeah. yeah, everybody got a half a mil, right? Yeah. Right. There's only 15 guys. I get it, but still. Yeah. yeah. 157000 for the guys that are on the active roster, or the fifty-three, it's the fifty-three. Yeah, right. It's I mean, I, you would hope that yeah. you know they would sprinkle the infield for the right. guys that. I just know this: when I was in a practice squad, and Miami went to the playoffs that first you year. Didn't get anything? I didn't get a no, nothing. nothing. I got my normal, got with the my normal not, weekly rate. They were which not three thousand dollars, three grand with a little three more grand. shot out. I had a thousand dollars a week. I felt like Bill three. Gates at the time. <laughs> oh, how am I going to spend this money? Just to be, just to practice. I had no idea. What am I going to do? What am I going to do with all this money? That's awesome. Now three grand peanuts. <laughs> Boom, out the window. You realize the... Jake's f- come over. Johnny. Nico comes over. Grace, tuition. Boom, all out the window. 3, Johnny, the first year of 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 uh, practice squad pay... thousand. It was a 1000 That's what we got. It's what they sued. Yes. These and then, guys sued. Then, then, then for 1990... You had the ability. We didn't have, nope, the four weeks. The first four weeks, there were no practice squad. First four weeks, no practice squad. I sat uh, down in uh, Northwest. No, I was probably back in Calumet City at the time, trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do in my life, you know? And then four weeks in, I get a call from the Dolphins. They're reinstituting the the practice squad. And boom, I got me a job again. I'll tell you exactly. I never made three grand a week on the practice squad. It was always a thousand. Yeah, Miami, right? Miami was playing the Oakland Raiders. 
in Miami that day when I got picked up on a flight. Or they might have even been in Oakland. I don't know. I got picked up on a flight. On a flight, they give you a bus And then, ticket. boom, they put me uh, in a hotel. And then I had to go find myself a place to live. And I stayed there for the next 15 weeks. Can you imagine finding a place to live in Miami on... 45 on, grand. No. I was like Nelson Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing all this money? Ah, I'm sitting there playing with it. Wee! Wee! Was it 45 grand? It, rained. it, was, had, it uh, wasn't 45 grand after Uncle no, Sam after got Uncle his No, after Uncle Sam piece. took his chunk. But thank God I played in Florida. No state no, tax. How about that? So this is what I got. I got a pot. I got a pan. I got like three forks and three spoons, right? A ladle. A ladle. You know? For your soup. A flapjacker to turn the eggs over, right? <laughs> I had a comforter and two pillows. Oh, I had zero furniture. None. And I had a little pocket Watchman TV that I watched the oh, local channel. The Watchman, remember with See, the antenna? I didn't. We right? we, I, you got to live, you know, like you, you're living in poverty sometimes. We, and that's what I did. We rented a fully furnished, early, by fully furnished, I mean there was food left over on the three or four spoons that were there. Oh, yeah. Like uh, it was a one bedroom joint at the Arlington Club in, in Wheeling. Yeah. Oh my God! And because you never knew when you were going to get told to go so home, so you rented week by right. week. I, I lived with two guys uh, at the beginning, of the first two months of the season: Barry Pettijohn and Scott Schwades. Yeah, the receiver out of, out Syracuse. of Syracuse. Yeah, I, I lived eight, with ten. them, and then one of our guys got cut. Dave Pop from Eastern Illinois that went to the New York Giants, got drafted by them, came to Miami, got a big signing bonus. They ended up releasing him, and I. Co- what's that? Co-lease, uh, subcontract, Sub- whatever like it is. Sub-lease. Like Boom. a sub-lease. 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 I knew it was sub-lease. Rented it out to somebody right. else. Right. Two months, $600. Wow. Then I negotiated another two weeks because we were in the playoffs. In Miami? In Miami, yeah. $600 for two months? $600. This is 1990. Still. We had a, the place <laughs> I great. stayed, the building next to us, I think the next year, a, an exotic dancer got murdered. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah we had moved out a couple months in ahead of time. Oh, yeah. I mean, happy. Sylvie's laughing at that. <laughs> yeah. Not on. I mean, yeah. We had to move out. Poor girl's family. She, I mean, no. she, she needs to dance better. Oh, my God. Good no, that. I don't Does believe that. that. I don't believe that, that was, it was ni- probably 91. Oh, oh, was it? What? Where was this? I think it was the Arlington Club somewhere in Wheeling. The Arlington Club. It sounds so, like, rich yeah. and, and opulent, no, right? No. It was a fully furnished. Yeah. I think it was 91. It's in Wheeling. The Arlington Club in Wheeling. I think it was 91, were they? Muffy, we're going down to the Arlington Club. Oh, you did. Muffy ain't hanging hanging out. out. Jamie Santos? What? She was an exotic dancer in Wheeling? What year was this? Let's see here. Dude, what are you looking up? uh, Illinois, 1991 murder. Yeah, I'm telling you. No known nicknames. Wheeling. October 28th, 91. Was it outside the Arlington Club? It says that around 11.30 a.m., October 28th, 1991, a Wheeling, Illinois emergency operator received a call from yeah. an unidentified man speaking from a payphone. He gave an address of a woman who claimed was not breathing or responding. Her home was in Stonehenge Court? That, that may... Right? I don't know what the street names were in their car. She was an exotic dancer yeah. in Wheeling yeah. and lived just down the road oh. from her parents. Yeah. Damn, Waddle did remember that. That Listen, I don't have any idea what happened in the 1992 season at any point. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> but I remember, I remember that. Oh, All boy. right, boys. So right. Schefter's on today? Next. Coming up next. next. You right. want to listen to this. All right. uh, we recorded this a little bit earlier. He talks about what the Bears could get in a Caleb Williams trade okay. from the Commanders. He talks about what the Bears could get in a Justin Fields trade as well. This may surprise you. Okay, both may surprise you. All right, I want to go. I'm listen. already shocked. Yes, you're gonna be prepared to be floored. Okay, it's coming up next. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
shocked. 